Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Palo Alto Networks offers zero trust for your operational technology without the PTSD. If you're in the digital transformation game, keeping operational technology secure and running smoothly is a tall order. It's enough to make any coolest operations director wake up in night sweats. Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust OT security delivers comprehensive visibility and security for all OT assets, networks, and remote operations. It provides best-in-class security while simplifying OT security management. It sees and protects everything in the network, and it automates threat detection while implementing Zero Trust across all operations. So sleep better at night knowing you have the most comprehensive platform to detect, manage, and secure your OT assets. Learn more about the Palo Alto Network's Zero Trust solution. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com. That's paloaltonetworks.com. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and thank you for your continued support of a platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world. You are bold, you are brave, you dare greatly, you innovate, you collaborate, you solve problems, and you make the world a better place. Why not celebrate you? That's what this is all about. We are once again broadcasting Nashville, Tennessee. We are at the Gaylord. And uh, I guarantee you, uh, Greg, did you get lost at the Gaylord? Uh, I've been lost many times. I'm lucky to be here this morning. Look. <laughs> Everybody gets lost. It's a common, common conversation. And this is accruent insights, and it's a collection of professionals that are really passionate about solving problems right here, right now. And we've got two gents. You heard one. His name is Greg. The other one's Dan. We're going to be talking a little healthcare. We're going to be talking about CMMS, and we're going to be talking about how do we bring in 17 hospitals under one platform. I'm glad I'm on this side of the mic. Let's get cracking. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for being available. Thanks for drawing the short straw. Because somebody came by and said, hey, you guys got to be on the podcast, right? Did somebody yeah, say that? That's pretty did much s- how it happened, yeah, yes. Like somebody from a crew and said, hey, you need to be on the podcast. <laughs> and, you, and, and of course, well, you yesterday were, I was all dressed up, so they thought I was somebody. Today I'm back to normal. So. That's no problem, man. And you look great. You're all normal looking. Uh, <laughs> all right, for the listeners out there, let's start with you, Dan. Give us a little background on who you are. Uh, yeah, I'm Dan Roberts. I'm a coordinator for CMMS Asset Management at OSF Healthcare. Um, I have a background as a technician um, and uh, worked uh, in healthcare for a short time, uh, uh, coming up on six years. And uh, really an exciting time right now in my career as, uh, like you said, we're taking on uh the behemoth of a job of uh, standardizing uh, asset management codes uh, across 17 acute care medical centers and uh, about 300 plus uh, medical office buildings. 
You're next. Give us a little background. So um, I'm an engineer by trade. I grew up uh, in a manufacturing realm, more in product in uh, discrete manufacturing, heavy equipment manufacturing, and was in that really most of my career here about five years ago, moved into healthcare. And uh, it's been really exciting. Healthcare is very interesting, moves a lot faster than I thought it, it would. Move? It's uh, been a very interesting ride. See, I, I, I would imagine that's, a, that's an interesting sort of epiphany. I didn't, I, couldn't, I, I, I am shocked because you're going to have 17 hospitals, a gazillion assets, what you, and Dan's like he's 22, and he's going to probably retire on the project. How, how big is your team? And our team is uh, primarily Greg and myself. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of stakeholders, a lot of people who are looking for answers and solutions. It's just you two doing this? Kind of unique, yes, just the two of them. Now we've had a lot of support along the way, upper management, a lot of support, but pretty much Dan and I carrying the load right now. Okay, so uh, does OSF stand for something? It does. It's an acronym that is uh, postnomial of sorts. Uh, we're a faith-based organization uh -huh. uh, that is founded by the third, the sisters of the Third Order of St. Francis. So yeah, OSF sure. uh, indicates that they yes. are of that Third Order of St. Francis. Oh, there you go. I like that a lot because I'm going, OSF must, must stand something, right? Yeah. Very good. I like that. St. Francis. I like it. All right. So... What was the point in time when somebody says, hey, we've got 17 uh, hospitals, and, and yeah, we're, we're managing this one this way, and we're managing that one the other way, and this one we don't like to mention just because, well, that's, that's a challenge, and, and so on and so forth. How long did it take, Greg, for this whole sort of decision to say, hey, let's start pulling all this stuff together, and what was, the, what was that you know, breaking point? You know, you're exactly right. There came a point where we knew we were disparate, and uh, we, we've added a few new hospitals in the last few oh, years. Gosh. So we had eight that were on one system and seven that were all on something different. And we realized that everybody's doing their own thing. There's no standardization. And if we're going to roll up all of the information we need to manage our capital, our assets, uh, we're going to have to get on a common system. So. Uh, we started that venture probably, we were coming off a failed implementation actually. We tried to implement a system over two years and it, it did not go well. So probably about two and a half years ago, we met with management and uh, they said, hey, we need a new system. We said, agree. And we asked, hey, we need, we need some support. We need a commitment from you if it's gonna be successful uh, for manpower and for time and resources. And we got that commitment from upper management, which has been key to our success. In that that prior uh, failed, you know, project, did you do any sort of root cause on what was the challenge? Not to say any names or anything like that. That's not what I'm, I'm just. What was what was sort of the reasoning behind, or sort of upon reflection, what was the reasoning behind the the unsuccessful project? I, I'll go ahead and jump in, Dan, Dan's a little bit newer to it, so never he mind. wasn't I'll there for that. I'll push so, yeah, Dan we'll aside, never mind. Um, Let me look over here. We, we um, number one, uh, we didn't have a great uh, consulting experience that was key. Somebody who was really knowledgeable about our industry as well as the product 
the product itself was a little bit weak, and um, I don't think we had the upper management commitment to provide the resources we needed to implement, and that's why we hit it so hard. You know, it, it, it takes a lot of work to implement successfully and to bring all the 17 together. We knew that we had to standardize across the, uh, the organization. And um, so for all those reasons, it was just not a success. See, it, it, it always gets down from my perspective, that human component. You know, yeah, I guess, I guess the, what is surprising, because many companies, once they have a a challenging implementation that didn't go well to actually have a, a, another stab at it. It's like you get one shot at the, you know, or one bite at the apple, and then all of a sudden it's like, nah, you, you, we're, we're going to continue to limp along for as long as I possible. This is kudos to the organization for still saying, hey, we still need to do that, which is. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. In fact, yeah. our, our senior VP was really kind of sticking himself out, right? Because we just spent X number of dollars trying to implement a system that failed. Now you're going to come back and ask for an additional amount X. to do it again. And so uh, we had to convince him uh, that we were up for the challenge. And then it, it was his job to go up and argue for that. Dan, why is it important to be able to bring all of these these businesses together under one CMMS? Uh, there really is uh, so many advantages. Uh, to really start to answer that question, um, it helps to provide a state of the state, so to speak. Um, our infrastructures um, are facing a lot of deferred maintenance needs. Um, I call that sweating the asset. Sweating the assets. Yeah. Take it, run with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there really is this need to to get organized and to really take a good, uh, detailed look at what needs to get done and when it needs to get done and um, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to provide information um, to the finance team on. But it's, it has bottom line value. I mean, it, 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 it's got to have that business reason. You're not just doing it because because it's the right thing to do. Let's just sort of lay it out there. And, and, and I still think if I could talk to the senior VP, a couple more people would be probably beneficial. <laughs> Thank you. That's, right. That's right. This is to you, senior VP. A couple more people, trust me, being a part of other implementations. This is a monumental task. But, but it's still important there's a recognition that there needs to be some visibility into the, the asset as a whole and across multiple businesses. Are they all located, the hospitals located in one geographical location or across multiple states? What, what sort of? A We're spread uh, over the state of Illinois and, uh, and Michigan. So uh, geographically we're in that, we're in that area. Um, I will say I could, I could, um, Give an analogy like you're painting a picture. If you're on 16 different CMMSs, um, you're trying to paint a picture of what your asset conditions look like and what uh, replacement costs and capital planning is going to look like. You're using a bunch of different mediums, um, and uh, it's it's not going to be a clear picture in the end. Um, however, if we're all on the same CMMS, 
Um, that's going to be one type of medium on a, on a clean canvas, and we can start building this clear picture. Um, yeah, it's going to it's going to take some time. You know, maybe um, you know. But are you going to do it incrementally, in, in a sense, like okay, uh, property A, and uh, we're going to merge property A and property B together under one, and get that taken care of, and then so on. How, how what's what does that implementation look like? We, we really need to bring them all at the same time. Oy. So it, it uh, well, there's a Back little bit Back to the senior VP, just FYI, you just need more people. Okay, there you go. From, from, a, uh, from a corrective, reactive work order, uh, you know, system, we, we got everybody on at the same time. So any one of our 20,000 plus employees can enter a work request at any one of our 17 hospitals. And so, uh, you know, there's, uh, there's, uh, it's too hot in here. There's uh, a wet spot on the floor. There's a machine that's not working. Can come from anywhere at any time. We had to have that all come up at the same time. From a preventive maintenance standpoint, there is kind of a transition as we take them off of their own uh, old legacy systems onto the new one. We want to make sure we stay compliant with joint commission. So uh, we got to make sure we do that in a logical process. And the other side to it too is um, that there's the asset management side, the capital planning side, but also our corrective maintenance, right? Our our users of our facilities um, uh, and our patients, their experience in our buildings, um, this can all be tracked in one source, um, and we can really get a handle on the communication aspect of this is this is what needs attention in the building. Um, and here's the process, here's the workflow, right? CMMS is, uh, for those who don't know, that's, that's going to standardize the process across the board um, through all of our system. Uh, in many of the conversations I've had, there is the conversation around the data, right? The, how far back, the cleaning of the data, the the normalizing of the data and getting it so that you get to a point where you feel confident in the data. What What is that strategy for you guys to, to do that, to take all of these legacy systems, get rid of the ones you want, whatever whatever the strategy is? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. You know, we, we made a decision that the work order history that we had from all of the sites would remain where it was. We wouldn't try and bring that over. Um, because it was so different, the data, the codes are different, um, the way they use the data was different, the way they, uh, the number of assets they tracked was different. So we said, okay, we're going to leave that where it was and we're going to mark a point in the sand from this point forward, we're going to start tracking that all in a single system. Historically, we've got that data if we need to pull on it from the last two or three years, but moving forward, it's all going to be in one, one spot, one system. What's the timeline on this thing? I mean, this is, come on. Well, we're, on the corrective maintenance side, we are live. We've been live for about a year. Um, and that has been a work in progress. Um, we're, we're really just kind of focusing on the corrective maintenance side is uh, really still um, ironing out the wrinkles in uh, locations, very granular locations that um, as the services that we provide changes that landscape changes 
um, a lot in healthcare. It's pretty dynamic. So, um, you know, keeping up with that code, that's part of your workload uh, in the system. And then um, a timeline as far as uh, building our preventative, ma our preventive maintenance schedules. Um, we're probably looking at the pace we've been going. We're probably looking at two years. Um, it's very, um, it's very stop and go. Uh, things come up. Uh, we get, yeah. we get surveyed. We get our hospitals go through uh, various uh, schedules of things they have to do outside of this extra implementation, right? So this extra implementation is something that um, we kind of have to wrangle people in to get them to focus on it for a period of time and then uh, they don't have that time. So it's the timeline is kind of this moving this moving and evolving thing. Goes but uh, we're told down, that to get to where we want to be uh, in, CIA, in, in our CMMS, um, it's going to be about a five-year journey to where we're really yeah. tuned in and it's dialed in and, and looking the way um, the way we want it to. Yeah, that 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 seems to be reasonable because because all I could think of from my perspective and listening to what you have to say is that there's because there's there's assets there's assets galore and it's trying to get it into a common platform and get it so that you're not you, you put it in correctly and then you try to get the data oh I, I i just you know kudos to you guys because that's and it makes sense it's the right thing to do um again to the senior vice president i think that uh, they need help i like this guy that's good <laughs> we didn't pay him yet did you <laughs> no, no it's just because I, I <laughs> there's this little side thing. Let's say, and, and this is just a a horrible example. So I've got I've got paddles, whatever the zappers. I got paddles in one hospital, then in, I got, they're not the same. You've got different different pieces of equipment that do maybe similar things, yeah. but they're just different. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like, oh yeah, and, and they're and they're called different things, and then you can't find them, right? Yeah. And so uh, in ours, and so now we're facilities maintenance. So we are, so a hospital's there to heal people, to to help people get better, to take care of, of yeah. the emotional and the physical well-being, and we've got doctors and nurses and a lot of equipment that they use. We don't represent any of, the, of that equipment. We are the air handlers, the boilers, the chillers, the things that keep you hot and cold and comfortable and the operating rooms oh. at the right temperature and humidity. So when it comes time to go to upper management and say, hey, we've only got so many dollars and we need this many dollars to fix our assets or maintain them, we are going up against MRIs and CT equipment. And so we really have to justify uh, the needs that we have. You guys were great. Yeah, I could keep on going. I, I had the wrap-up sign behind you, so you didn't see it, but it is. I got to wrap it up. Okay. How do people get a hold of you? Um, well, at, uh, probably go through. Our, our, yeah. yeah. So um, if they say, "Hey, I want to know more," because well, you guys well, are 
If not, it's not a big deal. I'll yeah, just, you can uh, email me at daniel.r.roberts at osfhealthcare.org. Okay, good. You, you can use mine as well. All right, yeah. I, I got both of them. All right. You guys were great, by the way. Thank all right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the side. We're going to have all the contact information for these two gents out on Industrial Talk. Thank you once again for joining, and thank you for your support. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. That was the Greg and Dan Show. Accruent Insights was the event. Healthcare. Asset management as it pertains to healthcare. That is a tiger by the tail. Kudos to both Greg and Dan for the deployment of a CMMS system that can handle all of that. Ooh, boy. That is great work on their part. All right. Industrial Talk is a platform for you. It is made up of education, collaboration, and, of course, we need to innovate. That's what Industrial Talk is all about. We have podcasts. We have webcasts. We have a learning management system. We attend events. We want you to be a part of this ever-expanding ecosystem. Go out to Industrial Talk. Find out more. It's easy. You want to connect with me? You want to amplify your voice? Click. Hi, Scott. I want to amplify my voice. That's what that's all about. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Greg and Dan. Change the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned.